Can you believe it? Here we are, April 13th, 2023. And you know what that means? It's another episode of your favorite podcast, the podcast for you, the creator within. A little podcast we like to call Create or Die. And this, my friends, is your host, Ike Allred. Are you ready for it? Because it's going to be good. So today, we've got us a special guest, and I can't wait to tell you all about him and and for you to get to meet him virtually through the wonderful world of communications technology. But before we get into our special top secret guest, I want to tell you about uh, some stuff that's been going on, you know, a little segment before the podcast, if you will. So the wife and I, we're getting ready for our first business trip. That's right. This weekend, we're heading off to Vegas for the National Audio and Broadcasting Conference, NAB. It's the 100th, the centennial celebration. I can't believe that they've been doing it for that long. But uh, we're hoping to run into... Some friends, some creative friends from Cinema 4D, uh, ZBrush, Adobe, who knows? But yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be recording next week's episode from Las Vegas, so get ready for that. And in preparation for that, I wanted to do something, some kind of lead behind as I met with these various people who... I expect to meet on this trip. Rather than just handing them a business card, I wanted to do something uh, that maybe they'd hesitate to throw away. Something that, dare I say, they might actually want to keep. Now, if you're watching the video version of this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show it to you on camera. Ready? This is the first look at the official Create or Die embroidered patch. Uh huh. Limited edition. 100 of these bad boys made. They're iron on and they're magnificent. So if you want one of these, it's easy. Just tell your friends about this podcast and maybe even reach out to me about uh, being a guest on the show. And, and uh, you'll earn yourself one of these patches. <laughs> No, seriously, just reach out, tell me you want one, and uh, we'll make it happen. But like I said, only while supplies last. So I'll be taking probably 50 of them with me to NAB, and then I'm going to use like 10 of them myself to put on things. So we're talking 30, 40 after giving a few to family um, that'll be left for you, the tried and true podcast listeners. So, yes, act fast. So, that took way too long. I apologize. <laughs> but in addition to that exciting news about uh, our traveling for the show and representing at uh, NAB, 
In addition to that, I made some changes to the website, to the store, creatordie.net. Head on over there. We got some new swag items for purchase. So if you want to support our program, that's another way to do it. And you'll notice in this episode, we're going to have, you're probably already hearing it, some new background audio. You can thank my boy Tom Cattell for that, supplying us with the, uh, the excellent tunes, helping to take this to a whole nother level. Okay, without further ado, it's time. My special guest for today, Mr. Andrew Garlock. Now, Andrew is a brand marketing professional in general who works at the intersection of business, data, and design. With over 15 years of experience in both in-house and agency management, he has a unique perspective on the importance of crafting compelling brand experiences that resonate with consumers. As the Director of Engagement at Enlisted Design, Andrew looks for new and innovative ways to connect with clients and build lasting relationships through services of brand strategy, visual design, industrial design, and user experience. Now get this, he also sits on the AIGA board, expanding opportunities through chapter programs and initiatives. And he's an all-around cool guy. And so I hope you enjoy this chat as much as I enjoyed it. Let's do this. Andrew, again, thanks for joining me and uh, accepting the invite. You bet. Learn more about you. Now, currently, uh, you're at Enlisted. And uh, if I've got my research correct, you're you're Director of Engagement. Tell me a little bit more about what that is and how it relates to design. Exactly. Yeah, you're like, wait a sec. So I thought this guy was, I thought this guy was like a designer, but his his role is uh, sounds a little bit businessy. Like, so yeah, that that's so my current role at Enlist is is really you know onboarding new clients, um, and we're fortunate to partner with some of the coolest brands like Allbirds Dance and and Mr. Beast. If you're familiar you know sure, you bet. i don't know if i was super familiar with my kids and that's like yeah all they watch like my my nine and, and 12 year old um but uh so i kind of i guess like from an early age like really uh just have been uh, into design and art culture and have stayed pretty close to to that to that industry um and have primarily kind of been on the management and like operation side um, through through my kind of professional career. Yeah. But um, just to give you kind of a little bit of background, I grew up in Southern California and was really into like punk music, surf, car culture. Um, moved to Laguna Beach when I was a freshman in, in high school. It's like a super hippie artist community um, or that's kind of the, uh, the genesis of of that of that city before MTV uh, came in, and <laughs> but uh, it's home of the pageant of the masters, uh, where they recreate like full size depictions of classical and contemporary paintings, where it's like art literally comes to life with like real people posing 
to look exactly like their counterparts in like original pieces of of art and they use like you know makeup costumes set design lighting to like it's it's pretty yeah pretty um uh impactful and so uh art is like so much a part of the dna of laguna beach our high school mascot uh was the artist um <laughs> of, so so imagine like oh. you know you have you have like a, a football team coming to play and it's you know you're playing the artists yeah it's very uh not what you would imagine but then our our kind of neighboring high schools were the dolphins and the sailors okay. so you know it, it, you're not getting like the the titans and the uh the eagles and yeah. um, i mean you know you get those a little bit further away but um so as a student there, I was required, as all, all of us were, to take a certain number of art-related classes. And it's like, hey, that's cool, like, sure. like um, digging that curriculum. So from like graphic design and photography to ceramics and dance, they really had a lot to offer. Um, and then from there, I found the advertising program while, while I was at BYU, which is part of the, the College of Fine Arts and Communications. And that's where I really found like my people. I was like, okay, like these are the, these are kind of the misfits, like kind of the, um, you know, the this square peg round hole, but uh, uh, people that, you know, wanted to, wanted to make an impact, wanted to do something different, um, not just kind of, you know, and just go through, go through the most emotions and get through school, but actually like apply their craft to do something. And uh, I worked in the ad lab, which is uh, one of the only few university sponsored advertising agencies in the world. Wow. Um, and we got to work with brands like Honda and Nike and L'Oreal. Um, and ad lab alums have gone on to create like some of the most prolific marketing campaigns of, of today. Like, Old Spice is the man your man could smell like, which you probably sure. remember, like yeah. guy on a horse, you know, I'm on a horse, <laughs> um, like super quotable lines, like yeah. of pop culture today. Um, and that like increased sales by 60%, like from the year previous. So In, uh, insane. Ad, ad Lab, is that just a thing at BYU or is it a, a multi-college group? So, so the ad lab is is just at BYU. There are a handful of, of colleges that have a kind of student-led, student-run advertising agency within their communications yeah. department, um, and uh, and then those kind of are referred to. They have kind of different names and such. But ad lab is is BYU's version of that, um, and uh, and then. Uh, one of my buddies, he went on to uh, be part of the creating the Allstate Mayhem commercials, which yeah, are, are still run, running like over a decade later. Yeah. So just um, it was an amazing kind of sandbox to um, to just explore to get really good experience um, with with you know brands, top tier brands, and then be able to get placed. Uh, you know, in agencies working with, you know, actual, you know, budgets and, and being able to do, do some, some cool things. So, um, that, you know, 
that's kind of a little bit of the, the background and then we're what I'm doing, you know, here uh, at Enlisted and what I have been doing is more kind of been on the, you know, uh, management strategy, creative operations, um, but have like just always wanted to say like as close to design and, and creativity as, as, as possible. Like it's just, um, I, I realized that, that there are, there are hands that um, can create the work better than than I can but I like to be involved uh, in the process and be able to celebrate and be able to you know bring on more of that and keep our teams um, you know stoked on what they're what they're working on yeah. every day so it, what gets us really excited is is going into markets and categories that are unloved mm -hmm. um, and that's something like we we talk about that enlisted like um, salt for example yeah. Like, I mean, how, you know, how boring is, is that one? Yeah. Uh, so Diamond Crystal approached us last year and I honestly wasn't familiar. I mean, Morton and Salt yeah. is probably the only one I'm really familiar with. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's, it's a, the brand that top chefs around the world only use for cooking. It's like the creme de la creme um they won't touch anything else besides besides um you know kosher diamond crystal kosher yeah. sea salt and and himalayan pink himalayan Love it. and uh and so they were wanting to enter more of a consumer uh uh you know a, a position to be more of a consumer brand mm -hmm. rather than just kind of they you know be to be kind of restaurant uh, a restaurant kind of sourced uh, product, you know, you get through Cisco distribution and, and things like that. Really got to go um, they currently, Morton then, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. And so they were like, they were in some retail, but they were on the bottom shelf. Mm -hmm. um, not just didn't really have much presence and much awareness. And we took them to eye level um, in retail through um, new packaging, redesign, mm -hmm. um, new brand identity development, and and maintaining a lot of the like brand equity and heritage that that Diamond Crystal had. You know, it was it was a, a red box. It had a had kind of a diamond or V shape to it. And so it's like, how how do we not um, ignore those things that have made you know Diamond Crystal you know who they are and, and what people know them by. How do we kind of infuse that, but make it feel, you know, make it feel modern, make it feel fresh um, and, uh, and, and and make it feel authentic, you know, not not being, you know, a brand that is hot today and, you know, gone tomorrow um, sure. type of type of thing. So my, my role is really like, and I, what I really love, enjoy doing is like listening and understanding the challenges and and the business goals and objectives that these these clients are looking to are having or looking to accomplish and then like helping craft the program that can take the brand there like yeah. what's the right team that um, we can put you know we can put on this um what are the, the types of services like sometimes they come looking for um uh, you know, 
<laughs> looking for something that we can see so many other, uh, you know, weeds in the way yeah. that they aren't seeing. Uh, they're asking for maybe like some social media assets. Um, and we don't do a ton of like marketing stuff. We really kind of do the, the brand development. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, we'll be like, well, you know, great marketing assets. Um, fantastic. But have you, have you looked at your, your brand first? Like, um, logo type, logo mark, color palette, like illustration style, photography style, uh, all of, <laughs> you know, if we don't touch any of that, uh, there's not a whole lot we can, we can't really, you know, uh, do very much without kind of touching some of the fundamental, uh, you know, elements that, that uh, really are going to uh, facilitate these these social assets to perform and and uh, and, and to do what they're they're needing them to do so and it, and it's also like how can we meet the client's budget and timeline constraints because it's always like yeah i mean you know if money was an object and they had like a year you know or six months um we'd love to do kind of a full strategy and you know messaging exercise put together all the foundational elements um, and then, you know, vision, vision boards, what we call, which are kind of like mood boards, but yeah. like, where does this brand, what's the environment that this brand lives in? Um, but it's and, rare that you uh, have those luxuries, I'm sure, to, to get that kind of time and unlimited budget. It's instead, they came to you with a, a number in mind and we just want these marketing ass sure. assets and you're telling them, let's take a step back and, and really think about this. And yeah, so continue. I love it. For sure, yeah. So, you know, it, it's obviously like like the customers, you know, always right. Like the clients always right. Um, but that that's kind of in a service oriented business. So we want to get them what they need, um, kind of immediate needs that they have. And and if we could, you know, if we could have some small wins with clients, then it it builds a trust for us to be able to uh, to kind of uh, move into some some other areas yeah. of, of ways we can help we can help the brand um, so you know we we're open to we're open to coming in um, with uh, you know with with companies in a myriad of you know different different ways um, not just kind of we have you know our starting you know engagement rate is you know is x number and these are the services that we do for you it's really like uh let's let's craft like and tailor a program that that uh, gets them what they what they need and then are there opportunities along the way where we can demonstrate uh some capabilities and some uh you know additional ways that maybe they aren't thinking about that we can really kind of come in and um and provide provide value and i think that's like you know like value is 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 i think just a really good question to to always ask ourselves like you know me within enlisted um you know you within an mx um yeah you know uh sarah down the street at um 
you know, at, at an agency or whatever, like um, asking ourselves, like how, how can we individually, you know, add, add the most value to, to what we're doing, to the work we're doing. Um, so yeah, and that's that, real quick with value. I love that. Uh, you know, and as a strategy operations person, um, I would imagine, you know, more about me or a lot of creatives with regards to how to prove that ROI or get some kind of metrics for the, the client to help them be able to see that value. Cause obviously, you know, there's some untangible, intangible things that, uh, that we can hundred percent value to, but, but do you at enlisted have, have ways of, uh, turning that into, this is how it affects your bottom line. We're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. So it, it, it is, it's, it's challenging to, to quantify, mm-hmm. uh, to quantify design. Right. Um, and, and a lot of times it, it isn't overnight. It takes, um, it, it, it takes time for, for that, those building blocks to, to actually see, um, see results. Um, so we were recently acquired about two years ago or so by pattern pattern.com oh, sure. and they're the global e-commerce accelerator. Um, it was, uh, founded by, uh, Dave Wright and Melanie Alder, who, um, I mean, Dave is a, a data scientist, like mm-hmm. through and through. And, uh, and, and so when, you know, he and our founder, Bo Euler started talking, it was like, I mean, completely left brain and completely right brain, mm-hmm. but, uh, it, 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 it's been a beautiful you know, coming together kind of marriage of us learning from them, them learning from us and how can we use data and data science and design thinking to, uh, to create, you know, craveable brands and brands that consumers, um, you know, adopt into their lives and want to be advocates for. Um, so it is, it is a, a work in progress and, we are we're trying to, I think, capture more uh, examples and case studies of of how that actually you know translates into ROI and and, and ROAS and metrics like that. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. And so you touched on some of the awesome brands you've been able to work with at Enlisted and prior to that at, at AdLab. Um, now, what, what would you tell the younger version of yourself, like if we were to go back 15 years and uh, someone is watching this, uh, this podcast or listening to it and they're like, yeah, no, that, uh, that's, that's what I want to do. Do you have advice for someone in that position? So, um, I, so there's this quote that I, I had written down a couple of years ago. I, I think I heard it on on uh, how I built how I built this podcast with with uh, Guy Raz, but uh, he was interviewing the the founder of Method, like Method Leaning Supplies. I mean, that that totally like you know took Clorox, like uh, threw a curveball at Clorox, and and just took that category, an unloved category, a great example of an unloved category, like uh, of of coming in with design with new shape um, and a, a new positioning for 
for that. But he said, um, said, you don't need to figure out what you need to do in life. You just need to figure out what you want to do next. Um, and I, I thought that was like a really interesting thing. Like, I don't even know Andrew Garlock. I don't even know what I'm going to be when I grow up. I'm still like, I'm, I, I'm still like asking myself that question. I think when we were, you know, kids, it's like, oh, like astronaut, you know, like, like, you know, doctor, like, but today, and just like in the last, you know, 10 years, there are occupations that, that didn't exist before that, you know, tomorrow there will be new occupations that, that didn't exist today. And, um, so I think just like stoking up everything you can and like try a bunch of different stuff. Um, you know, there's so many courses through YouTube and, and free available to, uh, to pretty much, you know, everyone or free trials that you can do, um, to just, you know, get your hands, uh, working in, um, you know, Adobe programs, Photoshop Illustrator, you know, InDesign, um, you know, building your own website, even if it's um, just something that you're interested in doing, like a hobby, something that could be completely unrelated to um, to maybe what you're studying or what you're looking to do, but just an outlet, like build a website um, about it, like, you know, write about it, um, document you know, some of that. And, um, and then, you know, podcasts, a great way podcasts, like creator diet, of course. And, and for me, I really enjoy uh, documentaries, especially that revolve around design, like yeah. objectified Helvetica, which I'm sure you're familiar with sure, abstract good. is a great docu-series on, on Netflix. Netflix. Um, and, uh, and it just, you can kind of see what, what are the, you know, various ways of, of this word design and, and ways to, uh, like loosely or, or very connected, you know, be, be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, they're just, it, it, it's just a really exciting thing. So those are some of the, yeah, those are, those are some of the resources and, and, and I think, you know, some advice that I might, I might provide. Yeah, no, I love it. And that's, that's obviously great advice for, um, you know, those that are younger and, and trying to figure out what to do next. But it's also good advice for older people like like us. That, like you said, you're still trying to figure out what you want to be when you grow up. So do you have uh, any of those little creative hobbies on the side that maybe don't necessarily have to do with what you're doing from nine to five? Do you have little outlets like that? <laughs> Uh, so there, there's one that um, my wife and I started, I don't know, I don't know, probably five years ago or so. Uh, I was, at the time I was working at Vivint Smart Home. And then in, in creative operations, media production, and we were doing a ton of photo shoots, photo shoots, video shoots, you know, because every year we're coming out with new devices, new hardware products. Yeah. And, and, you know, we needed to capture them in the home with people using them. And so we were always looking for locations, um, film locations and unique, uh, different, you know, contextual environments. Like, you know, we've done kind of the, the brown stucco thing, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we need months, you know, uh, mid mid century, or you know, we need kind of cottage bungalow arts and crafts uh, architecture style. Um, and and what is the right you know what's the right type of talent to put in this scene and such? Uh, so you're constantly just kind of looking for fresh locations to to book and shoot at, and and we ended up. Uh, filming several things at at our our home, and and figured you know maybe we could kind of fill a need here um, in in Utah, kind of the the Mountain West area, and so we we spun up a Dual Space. Um, it's called Dual Space. Our our website's dualspace.co, yeah. and we have about fifty or so locations. Um, a lot of homes, um, some studios, some workplaces, but it's kind of a way, you know, Airbnb for shoot for shoot locations, basically, um, where you can go on, you can take a look at um, different locations, you can see rates um, right there, and then request uh, to, you know, see if they're available for for shoots. And there, there are other services like like this uh, that that are. Uh, primarily in, in kind of larger markets like Los Angeles and Austin, Texas, um, and Seattle and such. Um, but there really wasn't at the time anything here in, in Utah that yeah. that provided that need. I mean, there was the Utah Film Commission that had some locations, but it was a very clunky, you know, process to actually contact the homeowner um, and 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 you know coordinate that. So we. You know, we are hopefully trying to uh, make that make that process a little bit easier. And like, want to give a shout out to to my wife Elise, who basically like runs um, all of the day to day, like all of the customer service and and finance uh, side of of the business, um, while you know juggling our or our four kids. Um, so it's been it's been. Um, it finally last year, uh, we finally like, you know, made made some revenue, um, and so it it you know it takes time, but uh, it's 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 something that that is is kind of a fun little outlet that we we enjoy doing, and she's an interior designer, and um, and and so it's it's kind of a, a nice uh, a way to kind of tie that in and. So, yeah, yeah. no, that's cool. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've heard of uh, dual space. I, the video team here at MX, you know, unfortunately with layoffs isn't what it used to be. But uh, you know, we would run across that problem where where to shoot, and and uh, pretty sure that that name came up. Um, that is that is so cool, and I can imagine how you can take your skill sets, the skill sets of your wife, and and just kind of geek out about like what what levers can we pull to to maybe get some more traction to the side, or or uh, you know what are the different uh, events coming up that we can be at, or or yeah, whatever. So yeah, that's super cool. I'm glad that we uh, found a way to, to fit that in, and I didn't even know that that was something. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, too bad it wasn't like, you know what? Yeah. 
yeah, I haven't had time. I haven't had, I, or, or, cause that's usually what it comes down to is like, yeah. uh, no time to, for that thing. But, um, I think if you're, yeah, if you, everyone's passionate about something. Um, and so yeah, just, you know, finding a way to, finding a way to kind of make that into, turn that into, is there a, you know, is there an opportunity to, yeah. for this to become maybe a money-making, you know, thing or, or just, and maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's yeah. uh, a nonprofit uh, endeavor or, or just documenting, you know, documenting whatever, but I think just, just kind of uh, doing it, doing it and letting kind of insight and inspiration, like, you know, find its, find its way to, to see what, what makes sense to do next. Yeah. Yeah. You never know how that might pay off one way or the other, uh, little, little side hustles like that, that, and if, if they happen to align with, with your passions and, and your hobbies, even better because, you know, I mean, yeah, it may not turn into, uh, making you a multimillionaire overnight or whatever, but it, it may, uh, help inform what you do on, on your day job or, or create introductions to your next gig. And, and I know it's Absolutely. Someone, yeah, someone who interviews people for positions all the time, hearing about, you know, those, those, the fact that they use their, their talents, their passions on the side, um, just tells volumes about a, a person and, and, uh, quickly helps elevate them on the, uh, the list of applicants. I bet. Yeah. That's cool. great. So, um, we're at 30 minutes at this point and, uh, been an amazing conversation. Love to potentially do this with you again sometime. And if, if not on the podcast, at least, uh, catch lunch yeah. at some point. Yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it for sure. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew. Um, final thing here is there, if someone wants to reach out to you, uh, just kind of a follow up to, to what you have talked about here. Is there social media platform where you're, you're most active or anything? Yeah, probably LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah. Probably the best way. That makes sense. So yeah. Yeah. Andrew Garlock at, yeah. at LinkedIn and, uh, that's how they connect. Okay, thanks again for your time, Andrew. It's, it was a pleasure for sure. Thanks so much, Ike. We'll see you. Take care. So there you have it. Another awesome episode. I thought it was super enlightening to hear what Andrew had to say about uh, brand building and strategy in general. Now remember, if uh, you want to reach out to him, it's Andrew Garlock on LinkedIn. And tell him that you enjoyed watching them on the little program, Create or Die. So, until next time, my friends, just keep on creating. Create or die.